Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Help! I've fallen and I can't get up. Some of you may recall a TV commercial similar to that. They are, uh, I believe, selling some kind of a button that, uh, that they wear, that uh, a person would wear around their neck so that if they fall, they can push the button and get some help. Well, as uh, followers of Christ, many of us uh, somehow the other fail. We, we feel like we've fallen and, and we don't even know if we can get up. We feel stuck where we are. Where is there hope for, for a new start, a fresh start? The good news is this. God Almighty provides for a fresh start. God is the God of the second chance. God is a merciful God. God is a gracious God. And God loves His children. And, and God wants the best for His children. And so there is a way for a fresh start. Let me just direct your attention to Revelation, the book of Revelation, chapter 2. And here in chapter 2 is the beginning of a message that Jesus delivers through John to seven different churches. And the very first church is the church at Ephesus. This is a church that is in trouble. They're a second, maybe third generation church, and, and they have been doing a lot of good things. Uh, matter of fact, Jesus says, I know your deeds and your toil and your perseverance and you can't tolerate evil men and you put to test those that call themselves apostles and you're not and you found them to be false. You've persevered and endured for my name's sake and not grown weary. That sounds like a church that's getting it done. But verse 4 says, but I have this against you that you have left your first love. And that was, that was a problem because uh, Jesus said, if you don't do something about it, I'm going to come and remove your lampstand out of its place. In other words, you, this church is going to collapse. It's going to die. It's going to be no more. There'll be no more light here going out to the community from the church at Ephesus because you have left your first love. Wouldn't you agree with me that that is a church in trouble? But... Jesus didn't leave them there. He gave them a way to get a fresh start. And from that, we can learn something. We can see how God can give us the opportunity to get a fresh start. You see, we do fail. We do fall short. We do mess up. We blow it. We screw up. But I want to tell you, uh, God wants us to move forward. He wants us to not get stuck. He wants us to not uh, wallow in, in failure and in defeat and in discouragement and in depression. God wants us to move forward. And so what is the, uh, uh, how do we get this fresh start? Well, listen to what verse 5 says. Therefore, remember where you have fallen, from where you have fallen, and repent and do the deeds that you did at first. Now, there's three things there, and it really is. There's three things in this verse. The one is remember, the second is repent, and the third is redo. Do the deeds that you did at first. Redo. So I want to talk about what that means. First of all, remember. Remember from where you have fallen. 
you know, it's good to remember, to look back. Um, and, and there's a place and a time for looking back. Now, let me just tell you, we can get stuck looking back, and we don't want to do that. When you're driving a car, if you've ever driven a car or ridden in a car, you know that there is a rearview mirror and there is a front windshield. And the rearview mirror is much, much smaller than the front windshield. And the reason is, it is made for glancing back for good reason, uh, to, to make sure that, that uh, you, you may need to know what's going on back there. But it's not made for staring into. If you do that, the car's going to go off track and crash. But the front windshield is much bigger because we're designed to look forward to where we're going, to where we're headed. But there is a place for remembering, for looking back. We need to remember who God is, who God is, the one that rescued us. Lamentations chapter 3, verses 19 to 26 uh, say this, Remember my affliction and my wandering, the wormwood and bitterness. Surely my soul remembers. You know, uh, okay, so you're afflicted. You, you know, you got bitterness in your soul. You've blown it again. Uh, but verse 21 says, This I recall to mind. Now we're remembering. What is he remembering? Therefore I have hope. The Lord's loving kindnesses indeed never cease. His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, God. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope in Him. The Lord is good to those who wait for Him, to the person who seeks Him. It is good that He waits silently for the salvation of the Lord. You heard that. We need to remember who God is. We need to remember what God has planned for us. In Romans chapter 8, verse 29, we are reminded of this. For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son. We have been predestined. It has been God's plan from eternity that we would be just like Jesus, that we would be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. We need to remember that purpose that God has for us. Remember who He is? He's big enough to do it. Remember what He has planned for us. And, 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 and we need to remember back to what God has done in our lives. And that's exactly what Jesus is saying to this church here. Remember from where you've fallen. Where were you before you fell? Remember that love that you had for me before it, it, you left it, before it grew cold. And then he said, the second thing is, repent. Repent simply means a change of mind that brings about a change of direction or actions. It's, it's do a 180. Uh, go the opposite way of where you're going. And so if you've fallen, if you've failed, if you've, if you've blown it, then, then the thing to do is turn away from that failure and go the other direction. You cannot keep doing what got you to where you are and, and, and get a different outcome. You can't. You can't keep doing what got you to this failure and get a different outcome. You have to be willing to change, to repent, to, to turn. And, and if it's a matter of sin, to repent of your sin, to turn from your sin. That is so very, very important. And then, finally, uh, he says, uh, do the first de de deeds that you did at first. Redo. So remember, repent, redo. Um, and, and look, when 
Jesus was saying that to this church. It couldn't be that he was talking about all the good works that we talked about in verses 1 to 3. You know, they were doing some good works. So what in the world? And they were great. Those things were good. It's, it's not that he was putting down the fact that, that they were uh, persevering and hanging in there, not growing weary of working and of, of uh, helping people and of, of checking out the evil and, and discerning evil and knowing what is good. That's all good. But that's not what he was talking about. Um, rather, uh, if you look back to, his, this is the Ephesian church, if you look back to the letter to the church at Ephesus, we'll get a little hint, and this was back uh, early on, you know, and, and while the first generation was still around, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15, listen to what he said to, to the church there at Ephesus. He says, For this reason, I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ which exists among you, and your love for all the saints, do not cease giving thanks for you. They were people that had a strong faith in Jesus Christ, that, uh, that direct relationship, uh, that direct connection, and out of that there was love for the saints. Uh, and so there, there was, that was what was happening. That was the first works that they needed to return to. In chapter 3 of Ephesians, Paul prayed a prayer for them. He says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, that He would grant you according to the riches of His glory to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in the inner man, listen, so that Christ may dwell or be at home in your hearts through faith. There's that faith connection. And that you being rooted and grounded in love, in the love of Christ, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge. So he was saying to them, get back to that first love, the love of Christ. Uh, you know, you can't just go through the motions. you got to go back and redo the first things. The Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 3 talking to the Philippian church chapter 3 verses 12 to, to 14 says, says this, not that I'd already obtained it uh, or have already become perfect. He says, I haven't reached yet, but I press on so that I may lay hold of that which was laid hold of by Christ Jesus. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet. But one thing I do, listen, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the, pro the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. What was the upward call, the goal? It was to be like Jesus. He says, I haven't arrived there yet. I know I'm not fully conformed to the image of Jesus. And, and that's God's ultimate purpose for, for believers, for followers of Christ, to be just like Jesus. And so we're in process here in this earth. And what we do is we forget, let go of what's back there. Let go of past failures and, by the way, let go of past successes. We can't live in the past. Let go of it. Reach forward. And that word reaching forward is stretching out. It's kind of a, the picture of a runner that's stretching out for the, for the finish line. And, and, and so he says, I stretch forth, uh, moving forward toward the prize. I'm putting effort in. So how do we get a fresh start, folks? How is it that it happens? We remember who God is and what He has planned for us. And he wants us to be like Jesus. And whatever we failed in, 
God is shaping us and molding us and using our failures uh, to, to bring us to that place of conforming to the image of Jesus. Remember, repent. Have that change of mind that brings a change of direction and actions. You can't keep doing what you've done that caused you to fail. Move away from it. Turn. Do a 180. And then redo. Redo. Go back to that love of Jesus Christ. Go back to putting the past in the past and reaching forward for the goal. The ultimate goal of becoming like Jesus. But whatever you're moving on toward, redo your goal. And stretch out for that goal. And and do what it takes to get to there. It all can be summarized in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, where Peter said, But grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Grow. That's God's ultimate purpose for us. You want a fresh start? You want a fresh start? Understand that failure is not the ultimate end. You do not have to live in failure. God is merciful. God loves you. God has a plan for you. God will use broken people. God will use broken people. I like what Patsy Claremont used to tell women, uh, and she wrote a book, I think, by the title of God Uses Cracked Pots. And I laugh every time I say it because I, I feel like I'm a cracked pot sometimes. There are lots of cracks in my 63 years of living. If I could go back about 30, 35 years and do it all over again, I'm sure there are a lot of things I'd do differently. But God's light in us shines out through our cracks, through our brokenness. God uses our brokenness. God will use your failure. He will use it to make you a better person, to make you more like Jesus. He'll use your failure to bless others. I found that out of my failures, as God has remolded me and, and is working in me, God can use my failures. I found that God is able to use my failures to encourage and comfort and bless other people. Keep that in mind as you you face this new year. Well, I hope you will truly get a fresh start in this brand new year. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.